0: Creature Features continue here on the Thrill Me Podcast. This time it's 2006's Sliver. Jared? Good sliver to have you on. or Sliver?
1: Sliver, sorry. <laughs> That's Sliver. That's a Sharon Stone 96 film. Isn't yeah, that? I think Gibbo might have been watching that one. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, um, I believe Sl- uh, Sliver was pure shit, wasn't it? Mm.
1: Yeah. Before we get into it, what have you been watching since we last recorded? Couple of movies, mostly mostly a bit of TV. Um, mm. I watched in the wake of uh, Making a Murderer. I watched the um, Central Park Five. Oh uh,
0: yeah, Netflix. yeah. I really want to
1: see that. Yeah. Um, look, the doco's not as good. Um, I think, from my point of view, it's more of a more of an open and shut thing. Um, I f- I firmly believe they're innocent from the from the stuff that's put forward and and uh, what I've seen surrounding the case. So the fact that it is more. Open and shut Makes it sort of less Is it um, more of Less it's intriguing a Straight facts Yeah okay. It's more of a straight facts And once Once the sort of The corruption Has taken place And these guys are put away There's no There's none of the twists and turns That came along with Something like a, a Stephen Avery So yeah. In terms of a, Entertainment It's It's not Quite up to par In that regard But It's a It's Very interesting case That one Fair bit of racism involved Yeah um, yeah it wasn't, wasn't good
0: yeah there's another one that I'm looking trying to, to try and source called the staircase yeah, yeah. Um, which I hear is really good and yep. on that forensic file show that's on Netflix they did a they did that case but of course it was only 20 minutes worth and it yeah. just talked about the forensic side of it so I really would like to see that documentary in full to see some further information about it yep uh, so I'm trying to source that if I can yeah, probably through Amazon.
1: I also saw Sisters.
0: I hear Tina that's Faye. all right.
1: Yeah, I went in with sort of low expectations because the reviews basically said it was beneath them. But I, oh, quite frankly, it was piss funny in <laughs> parts. Like, I really enjoyed it. They're two very, very funny people. So I don't think you can get, you know, through 90 odd minutes without getting a few real good laughs. And I felt I got that. Okay. It's no no classic, but if you're after a good laugh, definitely worth a look. Yeah. And mostly back on the TV, they uh, Arrow and Flash uh, came back from their mid mid season breaks. I also see that um,
0: DC Legends, Legends
1: of Tomorrow, Tomorrow
0: that that its pilot was on the That's other day. T- that it's,
1: started this week, yeah. Yeah,
0: and, and the first episodes on
1: iTunes, and obviously it was played on Fox Eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I watched that. Is that any good? It's all right. Uh, it's probably got a bit of potential. The best thing about it is that. Um, the start of Arrow and Flash this season had sort of been a little bit clogged up with setting that show up. Right, and now that's clear. Now that that's clear, the other two seem like they might be a little bit stronger down the stretch, and and we've got another show. Um, Can I ask
0: this, Jared, because yeah, this, this is not usually my wheelhouse, mm. these sorts of shows. I'm not, I'm not saying that they're bad or anything. I just then it's not really my thing. Is it possible we're going to get oversaturated here? Because you've got so much of this stuff and it's all superheroes and, like, Netflix has got half a dozen shows and, well, and um, Fox has got a half a dozen shows and, you know, Marvel's got shows coming out. and Well, it,
1: Netflix and Marvel are the same, yeah, basically. Okay, We've well, got a Netflix, couple outside that. Yeah. Um, but most of them are going to be on Do
0: you think there's going to be a saturation plans? point or do you think that we'll get we're going to get just
1: more and more good quality, interesting stories out there... It's hard to say because I like I'm a, I'm a big fan of them. A couple of them are, are, are clearly better than the others. I, I think Daredevil and the Flash are probably the two best. Hmm. But it depends because there is different ways to go. I mean, you look at something like um something like Jessica Jones and something like Daredevil. They're extremely different to say an Arrow or even a Flash. You know sure. the way the way they're going with them is is very different. Um, Daredevil had more in common with a, a crime procedural in some parts than it did with um, something like Arrow. which yeah, is more superhero to, sort it's of. It's kind of a Batman Begins out there. more an action sort of. Because you, you mentioned a couple of
0: podcasts back that Arrow was dropping a little bit in its, in its quality. Flash is the one that you are more interested in.
1: Yeah. Are, are we going
0: to be in trouble, do you think, say, in two to three years? All these shows have got four or five seasons under their belt. And they're, gra- they're grasping a little bit. Perhaps. Well, I
1: think the problem with that is... I think the problem with Arrow is... Or will they switch? Will they sort of re- retool? The problem with Arrow is the people they've got to use, I think, because now that DC's ramping up the movie movie side of things, they're dictating who can be in it. Yeah, they're who pointing point out it. certain yeah. characters. Um, so I believe that, that that's partially to blame. But then I look at something like Daredevil and, and Jessica Jones and they took people that weren't necessarily A-listers and made them extremely good TV. So, I don't know. There's, there's so much there's, there's so much out there. Um, I think the real test will come when both movie universes are ramped up. Then we'll see what the TV's got to offer. Yeah, because cause they'll steal from the television. Because DC's heading down a track where they could... Conceivably, have a flash TV show on and a flash movie out that are not related at all. Okay, so, so you're talking about not even the
0: same actors, nothing? not the same
1: actors. Ezra Miller is the the um, the Flash in the movie universe, whereas a fella called Grant Gustin is doing the Flash on the TV show, and he's very good, but they're completely unrelated. So right. Okay, so that's, that's where things might might cause some problems. But I mean, there, there's always an oversaturation point with any of this stuff. But see, so, um,
0: so am I to assume that Marvel's not going to do that? Because Marvel's already, well, Marvel's think think laid were. out the
1: the foundation for yeah, years to come. I didn't think they were. I, I, and in the in the TV shows, the stuff that's happened in the movie universe has happened. It's it, they're sharing the same universe. Right. But if you you talk this, you hear the talk this week. Charlie Cox is talking about how Daredevil is going to be in some of the movies, but he hasn't heard anything, so he doesn't know if it'll be him. Right. So. I don't know. It would seem very silly to do that, set the TV shows up in that universe and then not use the same actors. I think that would be really strange, but we'll see. Yeah, my thinking would be... They are keep, supposed to be crossing over. Keep
0: certain things in the t- on the TV screen and certain things in the movies. But
1: I think Marvel's trying not perfectly to... and that they've, they've taken something like Daredevil and made it really, really strong. It would be great yeah, just yeah, to yeah. see him cameo in one of the movies or show up for you know he's not in he doesn't have his own movies but when they have a civil war or yeah he's there he's there he pops up um,
0: I actually think and this is you know I might be held down for this but I actually think Spider-Man should have gone to television I think they had so many cracks at it and basically not to be harsh but after the second film fucked it up hmm. I just feel you know
1: can't TV be any show would have been
0: that. Would have, <laughs> to me a TV show could have Rewrote some of the wrongs, perhaps, yeah, giving us some in, fresh material. The
1: thing you the thing here is, he's that been rebooted, is, Marvel, is that Marvel, correct? Yeah. Well, Marvel is taking control of it, and he's going to show up as a peripheral character in right. the other stuff first. Sure, sure. And I don't believe they'll be doing origin stories again. Um, well, shit, we've seen two of them. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah. need another one. But look, I'm I'm all for Spider-Man. I, oh, I that's think, Spider-Man. I think the only problem with him was he wasn't handled by Marvel. So, but, I mean, I guess you could argue the first and the second one, which were not handled by Marvel, were both very good. Yeah, they were. But the problem with this one was it felt like they were cashing in on Marvel's popularity again.
0: Yeah, like, like Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 2. Mm. That was a real lowest
1: ebb sort of Well, stuff. see, I didn't think the first one was oh, the first that one was The first okay. one was all right, and I think it had some really good points about it. I think Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man was better than... Yeah, yeah he was. Um, but the movie as a whole didn't stand up to, to Sam Raimi's one and two. Yeah. And the second one was just... The second one was tragic. Jamie Foxx is just etched in my memory as what not to do <laughs> with the villain, <laughs> villain characters. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, look, I think the problem is... I think the problem will be solved by Marvel handling it.
0: Yeah, let's hope so. Because um, I, I like Spider-Man. I think he's an interesting character. Um, and I think that done right, if we don't need to see his origin again, because we already know it, hmm. let's start... From Bang, he's already Spider Man. Yeah, and then we move forward. If Marvel can do something decent with that, I'm all for it. Yeah, and, and if they're keeping you on the peripheral to start with, it means that we can put a bit of distance between the last couple. Yeah, and then then go back to him.
1: Yeah, as a movie, and I think that would be worthwhile. Yep, I, I'm I'm uh, very excited to see what they do with him because I think using him just as, off to the side first will sort of will be quite good, and I can imagine handled well some really good scenes with someone like Downey Jr. quipping and yeah, going yeah. back and forth with the Spider-Man who's supposed to be a bit of a smart-ass and whatnot. So. Mm. I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Any of these things can reach an oversaturation point. Um, so probably it's probably coming. It's probably yeah. going to come. Um, but, yeah, I think at the moment the problem is sharing the characters. And I, th- I think
0: we'll hit the oversaturation when they saw the Green Lantern gets another
1: one. He's already he's already locked up. Is he? There's going to be a Green Lantern <laughs> core. It's not just going to be one Green Lantern. Gonna be all of them. Nah, no, Green Lantern's all right. Oh, let's let's yeah, let's reserve judgment. Again, the, the problem with Green Lantern was uh, writing and yeah, it was well, nice. it probably wasn't well handled. Yeah. Um. Anyway, i I also wrapped up Breaking Bad. I yes. Finished Breaking Bad. <laughs> okay. Um, great show. One of the great finales. I think the way they f- they finished up was yeah, some of the yeah, best I've seen on TV. Still didn't knock the wire off. Didn't quite get the wire. The, the impact. I think Gr- Breaking Bad was great entertainment. But the wire had a far stronger impact on me overall. I thought it was just and also, more, I mean, you I got, it was more you got it. to the wire first,
0: uh, and again, we talked about this. Um, I think when you the, with these sorts of shows, whatever you, people feel is the greatest show they've ever seen, usually has a lot to do with when they caught it and sort
1: of how. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't, agree, I, I don't was, agree with that though because I didn't see the wire when it was on TV. I caught the wire well beyond when it was sort of. I guess my thing is because
0: I saw Breaking Bad first it will always sit at the top and I could see myself watching the wire and then looking for holes in it or yeah. things that I didn't like that compared to Breaking Bad or saying that well, I'm not you know looking for things that I didn't, don't
1: like? I can see that, just but I don't, yeah, I don't that, agree. I think
0: people have tendencies to
1: do that I'll tell you, I'll tell you why I, I disagree with that for my particular viewing of Breaking Bad is because I just want to see good TV, and I did see good TV. The only reason I bring it up is because the conversation was always Breaking Bad versus The Wire, mm. and I think that's where we started the conversation. That's probably part of the reason that I, I ended up getting into Breaking Bad. I had it sitting there for a while, and I saw all these articles about it, I just think the wire was a better show overall. The wire probably sunk deeper in its in its one for me one fairly average season. But I think oh, it was, did it have a bad season? The fifth season was pretty pretty average compared to the rest of it. But the the something like the fourth season, the impact is so. Are you saying highs and lows? Yeah,
0: better highs. Slightly lower lows, but, yeah, but uh, overall, overall
1: a four more consistent. Four seasons for what i Some people don't like season two because it, it uh, gets out of the drug game for a bit. Yeah. Um, but I think s- the first four seasons of The Wire were just as good as TV can get for four seasons. Because this four is where seasons. it
0: gets interesting, Jared. because I'm going to throw this out there. And being, being a massive Breaking Bad fan, and f- to me being that's that's my favourite show, but season four of Dexter is right up there as one of the best seasons of telly I ever saw. Well Dexter It was it was phenomenal. The yeah, season yeah. four was absolutely phenomenal. As good as anything Breaking Bad ever did, I, I would have thought. Yeah. But it just didn't have, as you say, which is a fair call,
1: didn't have the consistency. Dexter yeah. sort of went up, 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 up,
0: If I was basing over. it
1: on if I was basing it on the first four seasons of Dexter, it'd oh, be right up there. Oh, too. bloody earth it would be. Um,
0: Dexter didn't know when to quit. It nah. didn't know when to say this is enough. That's yeah. one thing I like about Breaking Bad. And the wire, I guess, having not yeah, seen it, yeah. but knowing, I think they always came in with a "This is where it's going to start." Yeah, "This is where it's going to end," and that's it.
1: Breaking Bad story, like the 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 way they knew they knew what they were going to do and they stuck with it was was brilliant. Yeah, um, I think personally, my feeling is once or twice it started to feel like him not getting caught was was starting to become a bit like Dexter. There yeah. was a little bit. It was a little bit improbable, happening but they, they focused on the relationships between the people so well that you let it slide. It was just great TV. Um, but as I said, for me, I think The Wire is far more sort of important. I almost feel like I got educated about things yeah, watching yeah. The Wire. Um, the Wire, the season four of The Wire, when it follows um, kids going into the school program and how the school sort of fails them sometimes and how living in, uh, living in a neighbourhood riddled with riddled with drugs and, and a lack of opportunity affected them. Yeah. Just unbelievable. Every episode was just like you'd been just floored with an uppercut, basically. Yeah. So I think, feel I feel yeah. overall that's still the best TV I've ever seen. Um, but, I mean, I, I don't feel like I'm trying to sort of put one down over the other. I think the breaking, breaking Bad was great TV. And, I mean, I'm also a bloke that sits here and says, Buffy's one of the greatest TV yeah, shows yeah, I've yeah. ever seen, where some people would laugh you out of the room for that. So yeah. I don't think uh, – I don't think I'm trying to, trying to be disrespectful to it at all. It was just that there's, there was a few conversations going on to that nature, putting those two shows against each other. Yeah. And um, and and, and I'm assuming, and, and I believe that they sort of
0: centre around a little bit of the same stuff, you know, drugs and everything like that.
1: Yeah, but so, from very
0: different points yeah, of view. Yeah, so you can kind of see why there was that. Show against each other
1: Yeah I think Breaking Bad Which is
0: probably unfair Because they might As you say They're they're very different different Breaking
1: Bad was strictly storytelling It was almost a story About family And and, uh, a a bloke's identity And things like that The Wire was very much A commentary on a lot of things And you know Some political statements almost So I think what I liked about Breaking Bad Was the first two seasons for me Were almost comical Mm. There's our
0: cooking meth in fucking RVs. And yeah, that, and yeah. And Jesse was just a moron sitting there cooking in his jocks and <laughs> things like that. <laughs> then this, it, everything turned and it showed the that by the dark. end he couldn't, he could not. He was, he was, he, you know, I mean, not to spoil it for anyone, but by the end he couldn't let it go. He, he just could yeah. not understand where he was at. And I thought that stuff was great. I thought the way they did that. And I felt it ended exactly the way it should have. Yeah. If it hadn't have ended that way, people would have been pissed. Yeah. And I, and I also love Soul. Soul was good. call Saul. Soul. No. <laughs> I like Soul. Yeah. And I'll have to check that show out too. I hear that's pretty good as well. Yep. Soul. other? I, call I Any have one other? more.
1: Just one yeah. more. To crack out a, a running gag yes. again. <laughs> uh, I haven't gone to it. I haven't gone to it it, RoboCop's back I reckon it's near uh, What Six, seven months since Yeah I lost Is over. this
0: the same
1: Cracked out a couple series? of episodes Of the TV series Okay And I'm going to finish that up Now that I've got through Breaking Bad I'm going to finish Robo Okay Cop Hang you got a on a second Explain it to me This is the, the
0: show From the 90s Yeah That
1: was made in Canada
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah it Made in Canada and, and had about 20 episodes I think total. Yes Yep um, And I believe They packaged a lot of them As a As like um, On DVD Occasionally you'd see you know, two or three episodes in one pack and they were kind of, like, packaged as a TV movie or something I like that. I think
1: that was Prime Directive.
0: Oh, my own Prime Directive? Yeah. So, hang on. So, Prime Directive is the next one. It's that came late 90s? the Sci-Fi
1: Channel. I think that came early 2000s. Early 2000s. I'm not What's even talking about an animated series <laughs> here. Isn't an animated series too? Can't get a hold of that.
0: It Was Prime Directive also from Canada? I
1: don't think so. Right. Prime Directive was the one where they had the, the, the other Robocop. There was two Robocop. Robocop. Two. There, was a, there was a... um uh, an African-American Robocop or something. Right. So, that, yeah. I'm going to have a look at hey. them. I've, I've got him. Okay, good. Ready. Okay,
0: so, so so in 12 months' time, you'll be back? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to
1: knock it. Robocop <laughs> series, the TV series, will really be knocked out very quickly. It'll be this. You watched two episodes, did yep, you? Yep. Was it hard slog? No, it's actually kind of entertaining. The problem with it is, and I said this the first time around, it's actually a fair facsimile. They've got you know it's all set in OCP. It's all almost every episode is introduced with news break with a couple of sort of satirical, you know, uh, amusing little news pieces. But the problem is they then go with no violence, the PG, um, some silly villains, and it sort of takes the soul out of what the character was. Okay, Um, but I like it's entertaining. It's entertaining enough, but I can see why it didn't. It didn't catch. Yeah, the fans. Plus, it's good. It's probably bad. needed some money. The same episodes. It, the same episodes. You are going from you know really enjoying it to oh, I can't believe this snuck into a Robocop story. But the problem is, I don't think the money was was the issue because I think that's why it got canned in the end because it, it was too expensive, expensive and it wasn't making money. It wasn't wasn't ratings. Sorry. Because so, yeah. didn't
0: you say sometimes it looks cheap? As sometimes chips. it looks cheap, as chips, <laughs> but that's
1: the '90s and the special effects when they start going to computer effects. And yeah, things that's like when that. you it's, got problems. Yeah, You're using the old Apple II. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and so that's me. That's definitely. you. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll went... get back to you in 40 weeks' time when I finish <laughs> Robocop.
0: <laughs> I watched a couple of films and a couple of docos. The films, um, set a couple of um, sort of slashes, I guess you'd call them. One totally non-horror or action based. And then the docos are all slightly different. I watched Final Destination 5. Mm. Had never seen it before. Absolutely hated the Final Destination. It was awful. Five's all right. And the reason it works is because you know what these movies are like? They're just like the Saw series. You know you're going to get the exact same thing. Now, some of those Saw movies, just like Final Destination, are absolute trash. But some Some of them know how to get it right. And 5 knows how to get it right. And that is... Putting you in the situation where somebody's you know they're going to die. They set up all these little ways, like you know, like there's a, there's a bolt missing in a, a chair. There's a yeah, you know, there's a, a mobile phone right next next to a um a candle, a lit candle yeah. that's on top of a um a, a, a chest of drawers. They set all that up and then they they toy with how they're going to actually do it. So they throw all these things at you and you think the guy's going to die that way, and then of course he dies in the most sort of of out-of-nowhere way you didn't even see coming. Yep. So Finalist Nation 5 does that really well. The stuff in between, crap. Like, there's no characters, there's nothing. Yep. But it works for that, and the ending
1: is a real surprise. Hmm. I actually... um Vividly remember sitting in the cinema with you, and I believe we're watching Part Three. Yes, and he's behind. Yeah, he on the radio <laughs> and a song about his coming <laughs> you, or And we just burst out laughing in the middle of a horror movie <laughs> in the cinema. You know what's great. great?
0: The first one's not much good. The yeah. second one was the one that got it real right, and the same way Five does. It just does it well without taxing the brain with characters or anything. Yeah. It knows
1: you don't need any of that. I remember enjoying the first one for the idea of it. Yeah, the idea is great.
0: <laughs> uh, I well, also game watched... Three
1: was, part three
0: was a game of mouse trap. Yeah, that's right. I also watched uh, an old slasher from the early 80s called Night School, which was okay. It was one of those ones where they're trying to go a little classy. Mm. It doesn't quite work,
1: but... They do some kind of clever things. What do you mean it doesn't work? And 80s Slasher and Classy, doesn't, they, they can't get it
0: right? 80s <laughs> Slasher and Classy should never be put together. <laughs> it was this first starring role for, for Brian Brown's now wife, Rachel Ward, and she's awful, <laughs> <which is> absolutely <laughs> awful. She's stiff as they come. Uh, but the movie does actually work. Maybe lives in fit. Australia, you might hear this. Yeah, it's, I'm not knocking. It. <laughs> not I'm knocking. Not, I'm saying so your wife's yeah, I, b- I believe it was her f- her first movie. Yeah, yeah. So she's a little bit stiff and, and what have you. Yep. But the movie sort of works on its own terms, kind of. But I wouldn't rush out to grab it. Like mm. I picked it up from um, Amazon for like six bucks. I just I just packaged it all these movies together and it was if that's great.
1: six US though. You know that cost you. Oh, that cost like like me about thirty $25. Australian dollars
0: <laughs> plus, plus postage a hundred. <laughs>
1: Australian uh, dollars now, The postman just arrives And asks you to bend over Basically Yeah
0: He doesn't bring any Lubrication either I'm tell you i watched McFarlane USA Which is the Disney Sports film Kevin Costner Oh uh, yeah About the running team yeah. yep, yep Really cool Really enjoyed it Was that on Netflix? Yeah I saw it somewhere Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. on Netflix I'll Check it out I'll check um, that out it, it was
1: really good Because i paid As I said It paid me eight it, five months <laughs> <laughs> like yeah,
0: that, that means you're, back, you're a Kevin Costa fan again. Yeah, I'm back on board. <laughs> no, it was all right. It wasn't like up to the, the strength of something like Remember the Titans or Miracle or any of those. Glory Road? The Rookie? No, yeah, no, nah, nah, not up to that level. Because
1: oh, those. The rules. Rookie. Greatest trailer in the history of men. <laughs> oh, of course. When he's pitching in the Rays, the lightning <laughs> crashes. Oh, I was ready We're to excited. give it the Oscar just then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it didn't quite meet those highs, I think, when you actually watched the movie. Not quite. Track running's not exactly great,
1: sort of cinema. Like, it's no. not something that can be well. You don't have as good a chance to build attention. Yeah.
0: With. But it, it, the good thing about it is it talks, it's more about character, yeah. not about that, yeah. which I really like. And Kevin Costner, mate, the guy used to cop shit. Back in the 90s, remember when he was ch- churning out Waterworld at well, the water well. postman? <laughs> the guy's a good actor. Always has been. Yeah. Very charismatic, yeah. Now, as far as docos are going,
1: I watched that sugar film. Oh, yeah. That was interesting. I noticed you're still drinking a Coke. Yeah, God. didn't get you. <laughs> I didn't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> it was very interesting. I didn't take any notes. <laughs> Uh, which you heard it. about how, how the sugar can stimulate you for a short time. So, yeah. <laughs> 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 and then you were in the sugar crash when he was talking about all the negative
0: effects. <laughs> yeah, as soon as he started talking negative, I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: it was quite good. It, it's interesting. And it does showcase the most interesting part was he was eating the same amount of calories Yeah. in both diets. It's just that the sugar was ramped up in the second diet. And what it did to him... Just makes you think, Jesus. But the counterweight to that is he was a, not a sugar eater before it. Yeah. So of course it was going to do that to him. Mm. An a- average person who's always done that, it probably may not affect them as badly. Yep. But I guess you don't know what's going on internally.
1: Yeah. And it's always instant. Always high. So my guts as fuck. So <laughs> <it's> yours <laughs> probably? So we got
0: nothing to do with Watch sugar. i It's already
1: been eaten away. Yeah. <laughs> when I pour just something in my mouth.
0: <laughs> Straight through me and out the other side. Uh, okay. um, Other doco was on Netflix called Little Hope Was Arson. And it's all about um these ten fires in uh, to churches across Texas and the investigation involved. It was actually quite interesting. It's only a short doco, about an hour. It was actually quite interesting, though, hmm. how they caught them and, and their reasoning behind it. And the last one... I got off Amazon as well. It's called The Hunting Ground.
1: Oh, it's yeah. It's hanging in the assault. Yeah. That's the one that the I'll Lady Gaga someone won yeah. the Oscar for and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's bloody,
0: yeah, it's just uh, very, makes you feel very um,
1: concerned
0: if yeah. you have a daughter who's going off to college or whatever. I believe. it would be very, very
1: hard to. I believe there's been some criticism levelled about how they represented particular people. But I think the message is probably the important thing. Yeah, you know, and it look seems
0: to be like all document, documentaries, point there's a view. point of view. Yeah. And nothing's gonna get away and get in the way of that point of view. So sometimes mm. they're gonna push people's names out there potentially yeah. and, and the way
1: they're portrayed in a bad light. That NFL player doesn't I, sound like it's possible to betray him in any worse light that he's going to put on himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he just he, seems like a rampant piece of.
0: Is he? Because I noticed he was the number one pick. Did
1: uh, yeah. I don't know how he's going in his in his career, but it just seems like he just can't. He just can't uh, keep himself out of. Out so of he's stomach. got himself into some strife since he got picked up. Yeah, I believe he was even when he was under the cloud of the, the sexual assault, he was in the, the school eating hall yelling out vulgar things that you would probably not wanting to be yelling out when you're uh, yeah. under that sort of cloud no, it's it's just uh, it's let, pretty me, ordinary let, let me break it in really. 30,
0: the one scene that got me and and can't be skewed in any other way was a some mobile phone footage of a group of freshmen from one of the frats there and they're surrounding a sorority house and they're yelling out no means yes yes means anal Mm, I don't know how how any how how another way you could possibly paint that.
1: Yeah, but again, no other way. To paint that.
0: Look, look, it, it it sort of you know it was a very interesting thing for me, and it certainly um made me feel a certain way. Yeah, but you know you've got to remember you got to take some of this stuff with a grain of salt. Sometimes,
1: yeah. Basically, as the father of a daughter, mm. my my word from uh, when she's very young will be: listen, I'm a bloke. We're assholes, yeah, basically. Yeah. We are assholes. Do <laughs> not
0: believe a <laughs> word that we've been said.
1: Just be careful, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. So that was very much an eye opener. Yeah. But that was me covered. I've still got a couple of slashes up my sleeve I haven't watched yet that I've also purchased. Yeah. Hell Night. Excellent. Curtains.
1: You just I'm blowing you the depths Yeah, I am blowing the depths. <laughs> I mean, your Do yourself a favour and pick up RoboCop, mate. I'll be sitting hot. <laughs> <high>. I'll be <laughs> I'll be sitting pretty there, you know, trawling through another fourteen to fifteen episodes <laughs> of that and just loving life. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I'll see, I think RoboCop. I might have to borrow RoboCop. Yeah. <laughs> You've the been giggling at me for a year, and then well, I need to see what we're talking about. Yeah. Here. You mm-hmm. might take a year though. You'll just knock it over like that and tell me to stick it stick up a placo uh, when I, I said, get back. <laughs> no, nah, no, I'll
0: sit on it for six months. All right. <laughs> all right. Let's take our first break and then come back and discuss 2006's Slither.
1: When you marry someone, you
0: promise to love them forever. Baby, no matter how much,
1: (laughs) they might change. Baby, what happened to your face?
0: It's just a beef stink. From Universal Pictures.
1: Treat a sick or something?
0: Ah! Comes a film so shocking. Ah! uh, We got a real problem here. So disgusting.
1: Don't let him in your
0: mouth! It will change the face Ah! of horror. Marriage is a sacred bond, for better or worse.
1: Much worse. Ah!
0: This chick is hardcore. Lither was made in 2006. It's written and directed by James Gunn, who uh, wrote and directed Guardians of the Galaxy. Produced by Paul Brooks, who handled the Pitch Perfect films, and Eric Newman, who did Dawn of the Dead and Robocop remakes. It stars Nathan Fillion as Bill Purdy, Elizabeth Banks as Starla Grant, Greg Henry as Jack McCready, and Michael Rooker as Grant Grant. The budget was fifteen and a half million, and the box office was a pretty piss-po poor seven million domestic. Mm. A little bit of trivia in the actual in the opening scene of the movie, they do a pan across the street of the small town. You can see R. J. McCready's funeral home. Of course, R. J. McCready was Kurt Russell's character in the thing.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. There you go. Quick synopsis, basically a small alien um, meteorite with a little alien slug in it lands in a small, near a small town, infects the population and uh, sends little miniature slugs around town, sort of taking over the entire populace. Basically leaves the sheriff and a couple of other small, another couple of people left over to fight the, the aliens.
1: Jared, general thoughts and a score out of five. I love this movie. <laughs> I love it. It's not a classic by any stretch, but it, it catches... Well, I'm, I'm almost putting it there. <laughs> it, it catches the, the sort of... Um, it captures the, the B-movie vibe, a lot of sort of uh, nods to other films and a lot of bits and pieces taken from other films, but it does it in a really entertaining way. It's very funny and parts of it are a little gruesome, just sort of enough blood and gore to, to keep you satisfied if that's your sort of that's your sort of thing. And the the leads are great for yeah. the most part. I would watch Nathan Fillion do anything. He could sit there on stage and drop his pants and drink old sing sing old grey mare or whatever <laughs> it was that those old blokes were singing in The Simpsons. Uh, he could do that, and I'd watch it. Watch it. Yeah. Um, basically, he's just oozing charm, and and he's funny to watch. Um, and I think the the script sort of gives him plenty to play with. Yeah. And, I I love it It's probably Really It's probably about A sort of Three, three and a half effort But I'm a four Out of five for this It's a personal favourite of mine
0: Yeah I would agree It's definitely a four Out of five for me I'm in total agreement. It's A a B movie That kind of balances Humour and and Horror Um, Even the horror Is not particularly horrific In terms of Scary or anything It's just It's kind of grotesque Mm. But it balances The humour with that and quite frankly, Nathan Fillion, if he was fifteen years younger now, he would no doubt be Nathan Drake. If they make, when they make the Uncharted film, mm. he would just he basically looks the same and sounds the same as yeah, the guy yeah. that they've done the motion capture. I'm still of.
1: calling for it. He's a little bit... Rub <laughs> his guts out with, with <laughs> <the> special effects <laughs> or something. But I'm calling for Leslie Nielsen <laughs> as his because that's the <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. That's, that guy sounds exactly like Leslie Nielsen. I want Tom Selleck in that one. Tom Selleck? Tom Selleck in okay, that okay. role.
0: Okay,
1: um, okay. Just dye the moustache white. But he's a, basically going grey anyway. Yeah, it's Tom Selleck yeah, yeah. all the way. Because to me,
0: Fillion brings all the charm, the humour, but the, enough heroic sort of elements in this movie... To do something like that Yeah it show, He shows that he's capable Of that type of stuff Yep And I really I think it's a great fun ride mm. There's a lot to like here For me I think we've covered That Nathan Fillion For me Gets gets a, it, it takes me a hell of a long way Like if you If you get a, a lead Who's just a little bit Less charming Or not quite There The movie probably
1: Doesn't work as well Yeah It's uh uh, he's just great. He's Plus he's got a real sarcastic way of delivering. stuff Yeah, yeah. He's rolling out a lot of the a lot of the things that made him great in Firefly. Mm. And I know mm. you, as a Philly fan, haven't seen that. I couldn't no. recommend something more. I've seen the movie. I've seen the Seren- he's Serenity just, movie. He's fantastic. He's rolling out some of the same shtick. A little bit of that sort of Han Solo kind of lovable, <laughs> lovable yeah. rogue, bit of a dickhead <laughs> in parts. But in this one. He mixes in a bit of the, um, you know, bit of swearing, a bit of that sort of crass humor <coughs> and stuff, and it yeah. goes a long way. It's uh, he's just brilliant. This is a thing I don't
0: understand, and this might be going a little bit too bit too far, but I'm prepared to go a bit far here. To me, the guy's got all the same or similar traits to what makes Harrison Ford a star. Yeah, same type of thing, the roguish charm. The, he's got the looks for the ladies, but he's also got this really sort of—you feel he's a hero, but you also feel he's a bit of an idiot sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and Harrison Ford's had an incredible career yep. doing things like that, and I just—it's a bit disappointing that this guy hasn't quite had the same type of career. He's had a solid no. career, but he—but I don't think he got a real shot. He's flat out one of my favourite favourite actors. Yeah, he's just so good. I mean, um, you would have probably even seen him in White Noise 2. I
1: haven't, <laughs> but I must. I was one of the few people that saw White Noise at the theatres, I think. So what? <laughs> I did, I did. Jeez, oh, oh we shouldn't laugh, because <laughs> that made money. <laughs> they got a sequel out of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to watch that sequel now that you've told me. <laughs> <laughs> this,
0: the next, My next like is the first time we meet the mayor... It's quite. Oh, it's the funniest scene in the entire movie. <laughs> he just rolls up behind this bloke on the street who's parked there, who's obviously not moving or something. He starts beeping his horn, sticks <coughs> his head out the window, and goes, "Move the fucking car, you cocksucker!" <laughs> And, of course, he's one of his constituents is watching him in form. He goes, hello, Mayor.
1: Yeah. Uh, hey. Of course, that's our, that's our introduction to him. We don't know he's the Mayor yeah. at that point. When he starts tooting and carrying on, you're thinking, oh, yeah, you know, classic with of small town <laughs> yeah. dickhead or whatever. And then she goes, morning, Mayor, and he flashes the smile and starts waving
0: and stuff and there he just he stitches. Uh, easy come, easy go.
1: <laughs> yeah, he is fantastic. The, the cast in general is really good because there's only a handful that we, we stick with. Yeah. It's not a big movie. It's it's, no. it's it's quite insular. So we stick with a handful of of people and most of them are very good. Um,
0: yeah, well, Finian, Elizabeth Banks is good. This was the first time we'd ever seen her, I think,
1: wasn't it? Wasn't it? No, no, no. She'd been... Uh, oh, she'd, she'd been on Scrubs, I think, too, at that stage. I think she'd yeah. been on... Uh, uh, What's his name She'd been in That small bit In American Went on oh, like American Summer And she'd been in The small bit In um, Forty Old Virgin Yeah And I think she Had she done uh, Invincible By this time No I think This, this was, was after, after That was it, after her.
0: Invincible was after that Invincible was like 2010
1: I, mm-hmm. I think it was earlier We'll have to check on that. Fact you check. Don't any, um, we don't have any. We don't our, have any. Uh, <laughs> <environment, so laughs> we'll just uh, forget. It. We're <laughs> back in the show.
0: It's not in 75 here on the Thruby podcast. Yeah, we'll it's grab,
1: uh, as Gibbo mentioned last week, we'll grab the carrier pigeon <laughs> and send the question off to our fact checker So uh, see if we can get a question, see if <laughs> no, we can no, answer no, by the do next one.
0: Morse code? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't think she had been in invincible by this stage. So this was one of her early roles. I think this was the first time I'd ever seen her. Although I think maybe she was, was on Scrubs at that stage and I probably had seen her on Scrubs prior to this. But she didn't she wasn't on Scrubs for a great deal of time. No. So In and Out Yeah, so this In was the first time I'd ever seen her. She's really good. Michael Rooker. I love the bike. He's Consummate a, pro Yeah, he's a consummate pro, he always oh. delivers. It's obvious that him and James Gunn have got a friendship because he's popped up in most of his movies, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, he definitely. Like, he obviously popped up in Guardians of the Galaxy. as yeah. did fill in.
0: And Rooker used, has played a lot of villains and a lot of, I guess you'd call them sort of unsavoury types. And even though he's a villain here, it's a slightly different role for him. And I think he does a really good job with it. Uh, and, of course, Greg Henry, who plays the mayor, you get plenty of laughs out of him. Mm. He, he does a really good job too because this isn't really his forte usually. Yeah. It's not his style.
1: He was also tied into Fillion. He'd worked with Fillion on um, Firefly. He oh, was honey? actually uh, a prominent role in one of the episodes of Firefly, which given there was only, what, 14 episodes, <laughs> that's a fair piece of uh, Firefly history. Yeah. yeah,
0: I'll have to have a look at that because I think that's on Netflix as well, isn't
1: it? Is it? Firefly. I've got the Blu-ray yeah. if, you know, if you haven't got it. Of course you have.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: I think the the plot, and I, I I'm I'm going to backtrack. You're backtracking. I'm going to backtrack. The intro in general, before the mayor, the intro of us getting the town, the town and the uh, the meteor. It's kind of a streamlined version of Night of the Creeps, without as much of the the alien bullshit that we sort of didn't yeah. like about the first one, and. You get a bit of in and his deputy talking shit in the car. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Sort of, he yeah, he's I got can a, pick,
0: I can tell how fast something's going to the absolute dot. He's yeah, going. yeah.
1: And he's speed checking <laughs> the gun. He's yeah. got it on a bird. Yeah. He's you know talking shit. <laughs> that sort of sets the tone for the town for starters. <laughs> that the that the uh, you know a couple of their top cops are sitting there talking about how fast a bird is going with the speed gun. The poster in the background. It's like a 1950s postcard sort of set Yeah, yeah, setup. it tells um, you what the town is, what's the name of the town. Yeah, whatever. and then you get the meteor.
0: It cracks Perfect. open, boom, yeah. we're off and running. And then we see the town in general. And we see a few of the characters that pop up um, a bit later. Yep. Which it, it is It's a really good five minutes of getting to know it. You yeah. don't have to waste too much time. And, and you yeah, know, we've, we've said this in the past with some of our favourite movies and you know I mentioned we mentioned Shane Black a couple of times and it's the type of way he likes to start his movies short sharp yeah. give you the, the the details quick and then move on you don't want to Yeah um I think the plot is is very simple and it's obviously cribbed from a lot of other movies but the simp- but the, the bo- bottom line
1: with it is it's done well it's yeah. well executed it's and that's done. the key I don't
0: care if you rip off other movies yeah. I don't
1: care there's parts of it where it you have know, well, got yeah, the little bits me. where they feel they're in danger. There's there's comedy the yeah. whole way through. There's always something that's making you laugh, even in the high action moments. Like <laughs> when you know towards the end with spoilers, where Fillion's going to throw the grenade. Yeah, and yeah, gets knocked out of his, his head. head. He's like fuck, he <laughs>
0: comes in with the, with some sort of tough guy line. Yeah, and just bang. <laughs> <laughs> it goes
1: yeah, blows up the pool. And like <laughs> there's constant humour. It's just entertaining as hell. Yeah, yeah. I think the dialogue is is part of that. Yeah, it, yeah. There's very, it's um, very well, it's very, it flows well. It it kind of short. Yeah. It's, it's much like Shane Black. Yeah. It's short and sharp. A lot of humour, um, and just gets the necessary across and goes with it.
0: And I think that the mandate for this movie, what I like is that this, the mandate for it would have been, you know, fun and enjoyment. And you know, we're not going, we're not. It's not high art. Yeah. We're not into high art but we're going to have fun with it. Yeah. And to that end, it works brilliantly and it reminds me very much of Night of the Creeps and Tremors, you know, mm. movies that played the B-movie card but entertained, were entertaining as hell.
1: Yeah, or They just exactly.
0: entertained you into the ground and this movie does it really,
1: really well. Yep, very well. The effects are good. Yeah, the effects for the most part are good. I, I, I was a you bit up and down. You can obviously see
0: a little bit of, you know, budgetary constraints on some
1: of it because yeah. they're working
0: with so much of it. Like yeah.
1: The I had story. I had this in the likes and dislikes, and I'll go into the dislikes yeah. later. But the prosthetic stuff looks really good. Yeah. When it's a combo of the two, the most parts where you where you can see there's a combo, um, like towards you know down the stretch where you've got the scene where Grant is in his room with the yeah he's
0: sort got of stuff his, hanging off him everywhere and people
1: yeah off. and he's consuming yeah. all the people and that that sort of stuff looks great for yeah. what didn't for a movie that didn't have a lot of money. And, and
0: remember, we're talking about two thousand six. So, mm. so special effects had come a certain way, but they hadn't come to the where we're on we are now. Yeah. So, for a small budget or a reasonably small budget, I think it it, it works pretty well. And the fact that he still incorporates a fair bit of prosthetic work uh, is, I think, probably more of the type of filmmaker he is. He's probably yeah. somebody who who grew up on some of this. The really, you know, the thing and those sorts of things from back in the eighties. So I think he probably incorporates that in there as a, a sort of a, a homage to his roots. Yeah. Which I think is great. I'm, I'm all for that sort of stuff. And we've had these totally. discussions before.
1: I actually think, um, we mentioned before there was, you know, a lot of nods to other movies and, and that the plot and the the villain, well, the bad guy took nods from other movies. Um, even a bit of an Elm Street nod <coughs> where the, with the girl in the bath there. Hmm. But it actually results in something really effective and that's when the other people are being taken over by the little worms, but they're all sort of Grant's little conduits. He's talking through all of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, and they're He's all talking about,
0: to her about how I love you and all yeah, stuff. So every,
1: like that. Yeah, so every you know, you've got conversations going on with like four people four Who people are, being Grant, the voice of yeah. one person, yeah, talking to Elizabeth Banks or, you know, everybody's calling Calling Bill Party, you know they pop up and say, "Hey, how you doing killer or something yeah. like that?" And then try to try to get him. That stuff's really effective. And you know they kill one person, and the next person's talking, just assumes the conversation. It's it actually in parts it reminded me a little bit of Fallen, yeah, which was yeah, another yeah. sort of lost favorite of mine. I, yeah, I really that's, enjoyed that. Really I thought that was really effective. And there was parts where uh, where the where the, the deputies and the crew that go to find Grant um, start coming back to life. That part where a few of them are uh, parroting the same lines at the same time, mm. or one person says something and then it goes to someone else, it's really effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah I really thought well. that
0: was a really nice touch, um, and that's sort of slightly outside of the the you know the the sort of bits that have been ripped off. You know, like so it had the rip off bits, but then it added a couple of little pieces that just touched it up a bit and gave mm. it a little bit of something else, which I liked. I think the comedy elements integrate really well with the horror. Yeah. I think that...
1: It's non-stop. You couldn't possibly
0: have done this movie without uh, the the humour. Yeah. If you tried to go serious, this is where a lot of filmmakers get let down with this type of stuff. It's too ridiculous to to go down that route. So you needed to have some humour. Whereas something like The Thing, because we were isolated in the snow and it was so... Who's got... Who's infected... It worked well as a thriller, and and had to be a thriller. This is a bit more balls to the wall, and without a bit of humour, I think we would have been, I would have been more down on it.
1: Yeah, definitely, the humour's a massive part of the success of the movie. I think another piece of comedic
0: gold for me is when Nathan Fillion's talking to his deputy in the bar, and the deputy says to him, "Oh, you know, I'm, I'm surprised you could lift your your mug due to the torch you've been carrying for Starla the whole time," and he goes. He just stops and goes, Oh, I needed to tell you something. And the guy goes, What was that? And he goes, Fuck you, fat ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's kind of like I didn't see it covered. Yeah, by
1: classic, the way bit of, he said it. classic bit of lowbrow stuff, but hits the mark just yeah. beautifully. And that's the kind of, um, that's what I was talking about. It's it's sort of that Mal Reynolds stick from Firefly, but with a little bit of crass yeah. and crude in there that just, it's he's perfect for it. Yeah. I can't I mean, think he of He delivers it so well. I can't think of an actor that would have been better for this role. There, yeah. there is none.
0: Yeah, it's an basically. excellent role for him. And it's just, again, as I said, it just, it's just disappointing. He kind of ended up having a good career, but he's now on telly, you know, cranking out.
1: Are you taking yeah. shots at Castle? No, I'm not shots taking shots Shots fired? At,
0: it is. <laughs> <laughs> not that I've watched okay. Scar I have more watched Scar- <laughs> i fired one across <laughs> the bow. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that is, you know, disposable telly. Yeah.
1: You know, there's nothing... He's not going to be remembered as one of the greats when I think he's probably got the skill set to yeah. be.
0: If he'd have been look, it's all about chances. He probably yeah. didn't get his chances when he yeah. when he needed them. And like if, if this, Firefly, if if this movie, if this movie
1: had been, if James Gunn's big big movie had been this instead of Guardians of the Galaxy, he's living a, a Chris Pratt yeah, 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 sort of life life at the moment, you know. And if Firefly had been
0: a hit and and gone on for a few seasons, yeah. could there have been? an option for him
1: because yeah, we still yeah. we now take from T V and put in film. Well that might actually still be his great chance if yeah. somebody decides to resurrect Firefly, although I don't think it's ever gonna happen. It's probably something that's being called out for. So who knows?
0: Yeah. I really like the scene where Grant actually goes um sprouts the tentacles for the first time and she's in the shower. Yeah. And he kind of they kind of make out like he's gonna attack her. You know he's coming down the hallway and she's she's washing her hair and the tentacles start coming out of his guts and he's reaching for the to open the, the door. door yeah and then he kind of gets this I don't know like a conscience or something and he just sort of goes oh I gotta go I'll meet you there I'll meet you at the I liked the way they did that because it was sort of like is he gonna kill her mm. and then he kind of keeps it keeps it back in and goes away I liked it, it was kind of a tense sort of scene uh, I also really liked the bit with where the mayor is. Opening hunting season, yeah, and he's talking about you know, the hunt begins and everything, and, and it's cutting cut back and with forth. him making his first kill. Basically, yeah,
1: very effective.
0: Yeah, it really works well, and it's kind of it, it shows you, it sort of gives you a little bit of information. But yeah, also, really
1: clever way to sort of to show the aliens' intentions and the way it operates, hmm. just by the environment. Basically, yeah. it's it's not really, and it's only it's th- not really explicitly stating it.
0: It's only a two to two to three minute scene. It's not a long scene, so I I really, really like that.
1: Yeah, that was extremely effective, and from that point, it sort of kicks the movie into full gear.
0: Yeah, that's when things kick off. Plus, that character that's kind of infected rocks up later. You know, you kind Mm. of get you find kind of find out what's going on. Yeah, as they're almost being stored as like hosts or something like that. Yeah, and that was kind of cool that you know we come back to it and we find out there's another stage. To this whole process, the mayor's thoughts on Lyme
1: disease—probably <laughs> <laughs> the highlight of the movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Touch some deer feces. Need you you a sandwich. <laughs> <your> Lyme disease. he <laughs> <laughs> doesn't turn to you and a squid. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you off <all> for laughing. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, and I love. He comes into the office and there's a squid on his desk, a little yeah uh, plush squid, and the guy goes, "I, th- I thought we could." Uh, put that on a poster <laughs> out there, and he, he chastises him or whatever. <laughs> and then five minutes later, they're talking about where this Grant's been moving through the town, and they're using little squid pictures. It was good. Very
1: That was good. Piss funny.
0: Dude, there's also a Predator reference. Did you get the Predator reference? I didn't. I missed it. You know that. when they're getting their guns together? Yeah. If you listen closely... They're getting their guns together and they're getting the grenade out. The music playing in the background is Predator. You
1: know. Ah, okay. Duh, 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 duh. I missed that.
0: Yeah, it's just it's very similar. Yeah. to Predator. Yep. And I thought that was a little reference to Predator, obviously. Yep. I did like the bath, the scene in the bath,
1: and the subsequent yeah. attack on the house. Yep. And again, that's important because of the way it sort of. Gives you the rest of the, the exposition, basically. Yeah, it gives you
0: an understanding of what they're there
1: for. Kind yeah, of yeah, and it's sort of possible, you know, yeah. that she was a hair off being infected, and she had the, she got, the got brain. The of it or she the got, got the knowledge, it, basically, yeah. and the way that they've run with that—that that Grant is controlling all of them. It it works. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely, uh, and it's kind of tense. They kind of play with things a little bit mm. about how, whether she's going to get, you know, when it, it falls into the bath and all that sort of stuff,
1: and. It's sliding up the, the side of the bath, and you're just not yeah. you're, you're waiting for it to get in there. Yeah, and like I said, that was good. That was also a, a big tick because it was the Elm Street sort of yeah homage with uh, you know the, the similar thing happening in Elm Street one. And I think that that
0: entire scene works well when she makes an escape and her family's infected. And yeah, and that
1: is one of the more effective scenes of when they're all talking as one because yeah. the little girl is there banging yeah. on the window, going "Let us in, yeah, yeah, open the door or whatever." and the dad, and the, like her whole family is, is talking as one. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, that's that's part of the effectiveness of And I think that then it crops and up again, talking as one happens
0: not long after that where Purdy turns up and she gets out of the car mm. and they're all talking to him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so that works really well. I also like the fact that what you brought up before with the, the old, <sighs> when he takes care of Grant at the end, it's almost done by a... Luck yeah, you know? and, and he comes in with the grenade in. Fucks it up yeah. And then just gets lucky gets Down him, the stretch yeah. And so I like the fact that he wasn't He wasn't your classic hero
1: Yeah And that they kind of I like that they, they went out with that too It wasn't some sort of grand ending It was just You walk out Of course it's daytime now Not night time mm. You walk out and it's done And you're just sort of hobbling down the road Yeah and that's it it's, End of
0: story. Yeah. And I like the fact that yeah, he's he he's not a, a hero for the ages. He's not you know, he's not a special forces guy or some shit. He hasn't climbed Everest. <laughs> yeah. He's he's, he's, a not bit saving, a dumbass. he's not saving
1: a race of people or yeah. anything like that.
0: And honestly, he's a bit of a dumbass local sheriff. Like he's yeah, just he's yeah. a bit of he's a bit not really up to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he gets away with it and I like that. I thought that was really good. Yeah. Any other
1: likes from you? No, that was that was all of them. I have very little dislikes. Yeah, I, think I probably to... didn't pick deeply at it. No, I didn't either. I got three on the list, but they're not really deal My only
0: dislike personally was because uh, they stick with the small cadre of characters. There's a lot of peripheral characters you barely even know. Like you, you, they basically just pop up in a sequence. Perhaps early on Then they're used later As a zombie Or whatever So you don't really get Like the girl in the bath Her family And her Yeah We didn't know jack shit About her until The bath Yeah You barely even see her And then Then she becomes a player She becomes a fairly big player Yeah And I felt that That was kind of Slightly Didn't ruin the movie Or anything like that It just kind of Took away from Some of what they'd done
1: Yeah I probably had two That kind of fit in with that and I think it's part of it is a product of maybe the, the budget.
0: Yeah, and, and
1: and Wally, his he's offsider.
0: He gets a scene or two. Yeah. He's told to be shut the fuck up, fat ass. Yeah. He's and,
1: actually really good. Yeah, he's good in part he, he, when he's there, but he's basically. He's handled just pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. But um I think part of what feeds into that is when Grant gets taken over by the the initial alien creature, hmm. the focus is on him for Almost basically the first act of the movie. Yeah. So you don't get to see anyone else. You see a little bit bits and pieces of them, but it's pretty much twenty to twenty five minutes before, like Philean's in a handful of scenes before that, and the focus is on him, and how he sort of how he's changing, how he's changing, and, and then buying that meat, how he spreads it and everything, um, which I think works, but it takes the focus off everybody else for twenty odd minutes. Yeah. Um. And so well, you, you kind, don't kind get of get of to know
0: Starla, I guess, during that time. Yeah. She lives with him, but. but
1: again, she's almost off to the side. You, mm-hmm. you see a bit of her, but it's almost it's it's focused on him, and you don't get Fillian, you don't get his his offsiders. Yeah. Um. And maybe it could have benefited from a little bit more of them in that in that twenty twenty minutes. The other thing it,
0: that, they could also have cut back slightly on Grant Grant, yeah. because I I think we got the gist of where he was going yeah um, pretty much. probably all you needed was the meat, his first kill, and the fact that he locked up the the downstairs.
1: yeah, I don't think any of the stuff within that was necessarily not required or or bad
0: no I no, think it wasn't was bad. Quite,
1: I think it was quite good, but yeah, maybe another scene of of what party and his his crew were doing somewhere in there might have just kept us yeah kept just just in a, a loop and it could crew.
0: have just been some innocuous kind of comedic bullshit. scene
1: where they're doing something stupid. <laughs> a as bit a more maybe about the dogs disappearing or something yeah. like that. Um, or
0: it could have potentially have also been um, it took a little while to actually get to his infection too. Yeah. That may have been able to just curb that a little
1: bit. And add a little bit more fill in than that in there might have. Worked. Yeah, and that might also be a factor that oh, I just love Nathan Fillion. I could have, I could have had yeah. more of him wherever you wanted him in the movie. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I think that's probably part of it. The other thing that I think was affected by the budget is the amount of the amount of infected people. Never ever seems overwhelming. They never seem to run into like a wall of
0: yeah, infected yeah.
1: people. It's always just a handful, a handful, and enough to sort of run around them or whatever you want to do. Um, which okay. is which sort of fits in with being small town or whatever, but they never sort of, they never sort of hit an overwhelming amount of people.
0: Which again would have raised the stakes. Would have been a nice a way little to bit, raise the stakes maybe, Yeah. They one of my probably negatives is they didn't run. They were pretty easy to get around. Yeah. Like she gets out of the car, you know, when her family's all over her.
1: Yeah. And just kind of does a quick quick shimmy in a sidestep. Yeah, yeah. Straight through. I'm thinking, well, shit. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I can understand. I've I've seen the you know the whole sort of the reasonings behind why zombies don't run um, because of the whole they're the representation of the dead and it's not not necessarily that they're rushing up on you that but you're never going to escape them because there's so many of them they're just shuffling towards you the whole time and how that's a representation of death and all this sort of stuff Mm. but you could have got around this because it's little aliens that are taking over them I know I I think there is some in parts where they are looking like they're trying to move with some purpose, but yeah. they can't go really quickly. I wasn't too bothered by that, um, but it, it might have been a little better if there was just a, a handful more people to make it more imposing and more...
0: Yeah, yeah, because it's not even imposing when they get to the house. Um, no, not where, really. Where Grant's hold up. Yeah. He, there's a handful of people out the front and yeah. he shoots a couple and that's about it.
1: Yeah, that's, that's one of the things that I think may have been affected by budget, but it did... It yeah, did hurt like an a little bit. Or
0: not able to sort of get that together. Yeah. Is there any other
1: negative? I had one other one. Yeah? And it was to do with the effects. Overall, I think the effects are alike because of the heavy use of prosthetics and the, the budget that they had. But there's, a, there's just a couple of bits where it seems like it's full CG. And, and it doesn't it, work? It shows up pretty badly. Like, there's a few bits where the, the little worms are slithering, and it's really... Like, they stand out a lot. Mm. When there's uh, when there's a scene like like uh, with Grant at the house where, you know... It's a mixture. It is, yeah, where it's a mixture, it doesn't show up as much. Mm. But the parts where it goes sort of full CG, it does really stand out. Yeah. Um, and I'd held this one up as a really good example of how to do special effects, I think. I still think it is on a budget, but there's just a couple of parts that could have done with a little bit more polish. Tweaking a bit yeah. Of polish, yeah. <laughs> yep.
0: And I, I would agree with that. I mean, I think that um, they do a decent enough job, and they use it as a in the right fashion, which is give yeah. them prosthetics, and then just give them a touch up.
1: Yeah, really but good job for the most part.
0: Yeah, where it doesn't, it looks a bit weird. Yeah, um, and it looks a little bit overdone. Yes. Any other dislikes from you? No, that's it. Not a lot. Yeah, that's. Um, I think we've covered it. That those dislikes are very minimal, and it's a great time. It's a really great time. Yeah. And it's a good fun film. so Love it's, it's it. Something that people should really jump out and get. It's probably found a little bit of a, found a bit of a home on DVD. Yeah, I think, I think so. Found a little bit of a cult status on DVD, and it's worth every minute of it for me. It, I, yeah, can I can watch it any time. My wife can't. She's not a fan. Not but her wheelhouse. Not I'd imagine. really. No. Not enough monkeys. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, not enough monkeys. Monkeys in it, but I can see why
1: people may be a bit put off by it. It is. Quite gross, I guess. It's a niche yeah. thing. Yeah. It's a niche thing. I wouldn't peg your, your wife as one to be really interested in any of those. I don't think she'd be rushing out to watch Night of the Creeps or no. Trimbers either. So no. It's definitely a niche one.
0: Yeah. But overall, it's a very, very good film. And it's one that people can really enjoy. So if you haven't seen it, get out there and check it out because it's worthwhile. Mm. All right. We'll take our break and then we'll come back and let you know what we're going to cover for our next episode.
1: Looks like something that fell
0: off my dick during the war. Next episode, we feel the need. The need for speed.
1: Hmm. Top Gun. Yep. I haven't seen Top Gun in probably fifteen years. No. This is one of the um one of these movies that I've only seen
0: once. Yeah. I've seen it more uh, than once, but I saw it a few times in the you eighties know, and nineties. Yeah. And then I have not watched it since. I don't own it on DVD. I don't It's not
1: one I haven't seen it for
0: About the same time Yeah It's not one that I Kind of gravitated towards I guess It doesn't mean It's not a good movie And that's going to be The interesting part of this Is to re-watch it And see how it Sort of stacks up Having not seen it For such a long time And I've, and I've never really Held it As a Absolute classic mm. I don't think I've ever Held it up at, like that So it's going to be A really interesting one To to, to revisit Yeah I'll
1: make sure the nets are up and the volleyballs are pumped. Oh,
0: and there's a large, a large amount of oil and Kenny will be pumping on the boombox. I can't and wait. playing with the boys. Oh, God. Brilliant. <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us, give us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. Like us on Facebook, the Thrill Me Podcast Australia, or subscribe to us on Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. Until next episode, take it easy and we'll catch up with you later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at IINet.net.au.